Okay, Dave. Mm. This week we have a guest who's known to our Chicago audience. Uh, for the past 30 years or so, he's been part of the great Chicago band, The Ides of March. Uh, but he has really one of the more interesting resumes that we've ever had on the show. Uh, Can't his, wait. Well, his name is Scott May, and we should tell you that uh, he's on right now on Minutia Men Celebrity Interview. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An opie show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is the Minutia Men Celebrity Interview with Rick and Dave. Boy, he's here now. It's Scott May. How are you, Scott? I am fabulous. How are you guys? Wow, that sounded very enthusiastic. Dude, I have never been fabulous. <laughs> I'm not big. In fact, you know, in fact, I'm fabulous not is a state of mind. Yeah, well, it's a state that my mind is yeah, not frequent. Yeah, Dave hasn't visited that state. <laughs> so, uh, Scott, you have a new album out, and which I have in my hand here, and we'll discuss more thoroughly in a bit. But uh, I've known Scott uh, since his days back as the leader of the One Armed Orchestra on the Kevin Matthews <laughs> Show, and he was on the loop. And I always thought of you as the musical director of that show. Would you? Is that kind of a fair way to say it? Well, yeah, it was. It was really weird. Uh, I, I mean, I was. Uh, Along with my rock and roll thing, I had a I've, I've had a long career in the comedy business. Yeah, I've never been a stand-up, but I but I've been music guy to um, some of the biggest names in comedy, and uh, <clears throat> Kevin Kevin Matthews started hanging around um, the Funny Firm Comedy Club where I was the music guy there, and uh, that's how I got involved with, with Kev, and oh boy. That was that was a number of years of just complete madness. Um, which well, for yeah, people that a, don't for people that don't know uh, what the Kevin Matthews show was, it's it actually is kind of hard to describe it. It it really was one of the puppets. wildest shows of all time. It you was had, radio puppets. You had one man who had like a thousand voices, so you never knew who what was coming out at what time. Um, and he had, as you mentioned, he had all these great comedians on, and he also had you. And you must there must be some stories from those days. Well, yeah, I mean, and Kev, God bless Kev. He, Kev is a very unique fellow, and uh, you know, I, I, boy, I've got funny stories, I've got uh, poignant stories, and uh, you know, and I was there. This is when the loop was the loop when right. Chicago radio was Chicago radio, and you know, and and I was there, you know, and uh, I was lucky enough to be there, and because I was. I was kind of like the guy that could always get in everywhere, you know, and, and, uh, like when, when Danny Bonaducci shot off his mouth that he could take more, uh, uh, wax on his, on his ass than the guy in Indonesia that, that spent gum on the street and some sensei whipped him. I don't know if you, if you remember that. No, um, I don't remember it, that. It was a big, it was a big news. Some guy in Indonesia spit gum on the ground. Well, the Indonesian police arrested this guy. Oh, and and they caned him. They had, a, they had like 30 oh, They yeah. caned him. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It was in Singapore, I think. Yes, that's right. Singapore, right. Yeah. And and uh, and so Danny Bonaducci, God bless Danny Bonaducci, <laughs> shot off his mouth and says, wait a minute, six whacks on the ass? I can take more than that. <laughs> and so he, he, uh, he put out a challenge for a listener to uh, to come and 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 
And, and, and six wacks on the ass, and they get canned. Well, anyway, of course, the loop went, oh, this is a promo. And, and so <laughs> Let's that get a sponsor. Day, well, who was the sponsor of that? I, I, I don't know. I don't remember. But that day, they had, a, they had a sensei come with the cane, the same thing that they, and it wasn't a whip. It was this big bamboo thing that was really weird. Uh, and so Danny and the, and the, uh, and the listener came and into the studio, they put a paper to, uh, so that nobody could see in. And in the studio that day, it was Kevin, Mr. Wirt, Danny, the listener, the sensei, and me, because they thought, <laughs> We've got to have musical accompaniment. Oh, sure, you'd be an here. idiot not to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and so Danny and this guy dropped their pants, and the, the, the sensei hauled off and boom, whacked him. And Danny goes, "Ah, oh, that was nothing. That was the listener was a, a big burly, you know, kind of like a football kind of guy. He was a big guy." No, so, that was nothing. So did two people have their and pants off? Wait, so... Yeah. They yeah. had two people who had their pants off. They right. bent over. They're grabbing their ankles. So was the listener and Bonnie? Da- and Danny. Uh, and and, and Danny. Danny. Okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. So now, okay, so number two. Bam! Yeah, it was nothing. <laughs> Three, boom! Okay. <laughs> I felt that. Four, bam! Ooh! Five, boom! Ow! <laughs> Six. Bam. Gosh. <laughs> now, they took six. And Danny looked at the guy and goes, you want to, you know, you want to take one more to beat this pussy in Indonesia? And the guy says, absolutely, seven. Bang. Wow. Now, fine. At that point, Mr. Ward is going, oh, my God, I can't believe this. Now, they weren't bleeding. <laughs> Okay. Internally, they Mr. were possibly. Well, wait, wait. There's a dental mouth to this story. So, Mr. Woods says this is this is the greatest promotion we've ever done. They they gave this kid. They said anything you want. If you want socks tickets, if you want Cub tickets, Bears tickets, you want concert tickets. No matter what, you have carte blanche for the rest of your life. You just call us. And they gave this kid. Anything he wanted. So anyway, that was the end of the story. Wow. And by the way, every time they got hit, I was I was hitting organ chords like it was <laughs> ah, 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 like we were like we were cup spark. Now here's the here's the ending to that story is that I was playing at that time in the All Bubba Blues Band with Buzz Kilman, and we had a gig in Oak Park, and Johnny B was supposed to show up that night. So we go to this this big um, Irish bar in Oak Park and I'm playing with Buzz. Danny shows up to this thing. And 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 everybody's like, you know, oh Danny Danny got and Danny's kind of walking funny. He goes, Yeah, you wanna see this? And he drops his pants on stage and on his ass where they were hit he had a welt that was the size of a paper plate. Wow. It was pitch black. Yeah. That's healthy. Literally pitch black. 
Did it cover up his tattoo of uh, the loop logo? And, I don't know if that was on the other side. Because you know? <laughs> he has a, on his ass, he has a logo of the loop, and it says Mr. Wirt on it. Well, you yes, know how, you yes know, it did. Well, you know, Rick is writing a book about the loop. Right. That's the cover. Well, that, this story's in there now, Scott. <laughs> that story's in there now. You just delayed printing <laughs> yeah. for six weeks. I've got to go back and put that one in there. <laughs> you know, so you, you know, so you mentioned, I mean, obviously you've got these great comedy roots. You were in the house band for um, the, I can't think of the comedy hour. The, the, the Funny Firm. The Funny Firm okay. and also the comedy hour on A&E, Caroline's, right? I was, uh, yeah, for the last two seasons, I was the house band. I was the Paul Schaefer for uh, um, for Caroline's Comedy Hour on the A&E Network. And uh, boy, so many great um I worked with so many great comics that well, later like everyone, on became... Everyone who was anybody went there, <laughs> yeah, right? Pretty I mean, much. it was pretty much anybody, everybody. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was, you know, Louis C.K. was there, uh, uh, Sarah Silverman, uh, uh, Ray Romano. Mm. Before Ray Romano was anybody, I mean, uh, uh, Joe Rogan. Uh, oh, I got to work with, uh, with uh, Gilbert Gottfried. Mm. Oh, wow. Oh, which was insane, and what a nice guy! But then I was I was music director for Judy Tenuta, right. the late great Judy Tenuta for ten years. Um, the I, goddess, I, I was the goddess. Yeah, is it? You know, I, know. I was going to say, is it wrong? That's Kevin's thing. Right. <laughs> it could happen. <laughs> we, uh, I, I produced her third album, and pretty much co-wrote her third album, which was nominated for a Grammy. Hmm. And uh, that Grammy story is pretty cool because um, we lost. And it was cool that we lost and the circumstances that how we lost because we lost to Jonathan Winters. Oh. Oh. Jonathan Winters had an album out and he won the, the comedy Grammy that year. And I said to myself, okay, I lost, but I lost to Jonathan Winters. Yeah. Of course I lost to Jonathan Winters. Right. Yeah. And, and uh, I mean, the, the, those are young folks who don't know who Jonathan Winters are. Um, he was the guy who inspired Robin Williams to do everything. Um, look him up. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. One of the funniest humans that ever lived, basically. Yes. <laughs> so, you know, one, one of the but, comics, I don't know if you mentioned this comic, but one of the comics that you worked with was Emo Phillips. Was oh, my God. It, no. What, no. What's that? He wasn't married to Judy Tenuto, was he? Yes, he was. Yeah. He was. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yes, uh, yes, yes. And we're Emo and Judy together. Oh, my God. What a... Did they have kids? No. Okay. That was the injunction, you know, and, the, and the, you know, the... Emo, Emo's the most brilliant comic of our generation, you know, uh, and if, if you ask just about any comedian who's the greatest writer of jokes and the, and the, and the most innovative comedian, um, Emo Phillips is the Frank Zappa of comedy. You know, I mean, he, in, he in, told in one every of my way. favorite jokes of all time, which was about uh, my old boss Steve Dahl. He said, "If you listen to a Steve Dahl show, it's like scoring cocaine at a Hollywood party. If you stick around long enough, you might get one good line." <laughs> I, I was, I was. You talk about Dahl. I was in, uh, I was in the. Uh, I was a, uh, I was in uh, teenage radiation. You were. 
How that, did I not know that? Wow. Yeah, I, that was uh, the uh, yeah. I was the the, the, the drummer and bass player uh, Greg Potter, who is now the drummer of the Buddy Rich Orchestra, one of the most incredible drummers ever. And John Skender, that was the bass player and drummer. And um, I I got uh, I got asked to be in that band, um, and I was I was with them for about. Eight months. Okay. Um, until I quit. Um, and uh, when I quit, Steve hated me. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> Same thing happened well, to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound like yeah. Steve. Uh, but uh, it was it was real weird, uh, you know. And, and so he may have uh, he may have. Uh, lawyers, so I'm, I'm not going to talk about Steve. So. Yeah, good, good um, call. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I was in I was in I was in Teenage Radiation. I was in uh, the All Bubba Blues Band, which was great. Yeah, Buzz Kilman, what fun we had oh, he with that band and Buzz, one of a kind. He he was one of a kind, and and a, a really good singer and harp player. That that was a fun band. Oh my God, was that fun? That. <laughs> the the uh, played a lot of great show. Okay, you want a story? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've got six hours to fill. Scott, so uh, yeah. settle in. <laughs> so the fellow who was the music director of that band was a cat named Ronnie Shanover, great guitarist, and we used to go out and do shows without Buzz. We get booked. And uh, and we would do the, the All Bubba Blues Band would go out and play without Buzz, and the band was called the Heirs of Mo, H E I R S, <laughs> the Heirs of Mo or Mo Howard of the Three Stooges, <laughs> and that was a play on Ides of March. Yeah, Heirs of Mo. So a very and I will I won't use the proper names here uh, because they they I know they have lawyers, but there was there was a very posh. Um, country club in the western burbs who have a theme dinner every year and this year they were going to have the blues chicago blues as their theme so they hired the heirs of mo to come to play now ronnie when he heard this ronnie says we're not right for you guys we're not the band you should have you know uh we're we're very irreverent and we don't play popular music, um, don't hire us. And, oh, no, we want you. Ronnie shot them a huge amount of money. They said, we'll pay it. We want you. Ronnie says, no, don't hire us. We're, we're too loud. We're, you know, we're too irreverent. We're not the band for you. Ronnie's not in sales, is he? <laughs> <laughs> so they hired us, and Ronnie says, okay, but we're telling you right now, you're going to get what we are, and that's it. I've warned you. They hired us. We get there. Posh Country Club. We set up. We don't dress up. And we're not changing the set. So we get there, and we start playing our stuff. And the, the idea of that band is we played a lot of blues, but we played all stuff that nobody knew. Dylan tunes. Crazy, you know, uh, Crazy country tunes, crazy blues tunes, and and uh, our stage presence was very uh, uh, casual, and we were loud. 
So anyway, so we played, and the people came in, and it literally, two or three songs in, <laughs> the woman who hired us came to the stage and says, oh, well, you know, uh, it's really not what we thought. Uh, you know, and uh, you, you guys can stop. Ronnie says, oh, no, we're playing. You hired us for three sets, and we're playing. <laughs> you like it or not. Did the check cash? Did you cash the check? Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Good. Now, four songs in, everybody leaves. The room was empty. That's we cool. played the first set, took a break, played the second set, took a break, played the third set, and didn't stop. Wow. We kept playing for another hour. Now the, 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 the crew comes in, they take down the tables, they're washing the floors. They're we're still playing. We'll show you. The, 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 the PA guys were in on it, laughing their ass off, and we're still playing. Finally, they turn off all the lights and the place, and and the little, you know, a little Mexican fellow comes over, uh, Senor, you must stop. We've got to close the doors and lock up. Finally then, after all the lights were out, we finally stopped playing and then took our gear out and loaded out in the dark. Probably played five, five and a half hours that night. <laughs> so, like, when, when there's nobody in the room, like, between breaks, we'll be right back. Like, did you do that? Oh You've been God. a great audience. It's we'll be right back. <laughs> exactly what happened, and we said, we just said, we've got a, we've got a chance here to do something that we'll remember the rest of our lives. Yeah. That's a true story. Yeah. And the country oh. club remembers you too, and that's I'm why sure you've never do. been back. I'm sure. Oh God, I've never been, I've never been back there, and I don't want to go there. In, in fact, and you, I'm surprised. You can't even go to that suburb, right? There's pictures well, of you. You know what? There's so. A little tight ass. I don't. I wouldn't want to go to that suburb anyway. It ain't Berwyn. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah, there you go. Well, yeah. Speaking of Berwyn, <laughs> yeah, we um, just had uh, Jim Peterick and Larry Millis on. I don't know. We go two weeks ago or whatever. A month ago, and they yeah. called and they called you the newbie in the band. And I have a vision of you. Yeah, get me a bagel, Scott. Are you? Uh, are they? Uh, you know, uh, making you fetch them coffee and bagels and bialis and stuff. So now, uh, I mean, I've only been with the band for 33 years. Yeah, the new guy. Uh, <laughs> and our, our no, our, but the, the, the new guys uh, are actually the horn players, the horn section. Um, our original horn section, uh, uh, one of the guys retired, one of the guys passed away. Um, so uh, we got, and, you know, the, the guys that we have now uh, playing horns for the band are just at the top of the top of the top of the top of the line guys um and uh so they're the new guys but no we we have a we have a new crew guy and he's the guy who has to go out and get make coffee and, and wash he gets to wash peter and lamborghini oh nice <laughs> not, not true but uh so i'm looking no, here. We have, no. go ahead no let's go ahead uh, i'm looking here at your album isle of you yes. which uh i will not allow Dave, yeah, this, yeah, to you have yeah, you would you wouldn't let me say it. Um, Dave, I'll send you one. Oh, send oh, me your address. Send you okay. Yeah, all right. Um, but I'm, I'm. It's really, it's quite an impressive album. Why don't you tell everybody a little bit about it? And tell Dave about it because I'm not going to let him listen mm -hmm. to it. I was. Uh, it's actually 
my my second album, I was very ill in 2018, and uh, I almost checked out. And uh, thanks to my wife, my great doctor, and uh, and the uh, the forces above us, uh, I I came out of it, and I said I want to make a new album, and. So I started writing and playing, and and um, and, and what you hold is, is that album. I I I've had some incredible musicians on it. Um, I've got two of the greatest jazz harmonica players in the world, um, Koei Tanaka of in uh, from Tokyo, and uh, Will Gallison uh, from New York City. Uh, top top guys. Uh, uh, playing, I'm doing a lot. I'm doing mostly guitar. I play guitar in this. And people oh. know me as a keyboard player, but I'm, but I've been an avid player of guitar for many, many years. And uh, um, I put together a, a, a crack team of uh, of guys who play with me. Uh, Billy Siner on bass, who plays with a band called uh, um, Classical Blast. Uh, here, here in town, uh, my great uh, lieutenant uh, of keyboards, uh, Tommy Godzilla Lirschen, was killer piano player, um, uh, who uh, who played. And then I had two. I had a number of drummers. One very tragically, uh, a fellow by the name of Kari Parker, who played with Desmond Child and George Benson and uh, a bunch of great guys, who did my record and four months later, uh, very tragically passed away. Um, uh, but his, uh, his, um, protege, Eric Johnson, uh, same name as the great guitarist, but he, this is, this cat's a, a great drummer from Chicago played on it. Um, uh, and, uh, so that was, that was the core group. Um, and then I had, uh, uh for rhythm guitar, I have, oh boy. A fellow named Andy Reese from Nashville, and Andy plays in a band called the Time Jumpers. Um, Time Jumpers are the top um, veteran uh, session guys in Nashville. Um, and between them, they have 125 Grammys. Wow. The most incredible. Wow. So between all yeah. of us, there, we have 125 <laughs> Grammys. Yeah. But the Time Jumpers. Um, they play every Monday night at Third and Lindsley in downtown Nashville, but they were really famous because their second guitarist, Andy's the first chair. He's the good guy. The second guitarist of that band for many years was Vince Gill. Oh wow, <laughs> wow! And you could go, you could go for ten bucks on a Monday night to Third and Lindsley, and Vince Gill would show up on stage, and it's Vince Gill, you know, and then. You wouldn't believe the people that would sit in, but I'm, I've been incredibly lucky throughout the years to, to make a lot of friends. Um, and uh, I made friends with the time jumpers. And uh, so I wanted, uh, I wanted for this one song, I wanted to work with the time, with the rhythm section of the time jumpers. And he put that together. Uh, and then I also had on, on, uh, on B3 Oregon, Hammond B3 Oregon, I had a, a cat by the name of Mark Jordan, who played with. Uh, have you ever heard the song "Midnight at the Oasis"? Oh, sure. Uh, man. He played key, he played keyboards on that. He was with Van Morrison. He was with uh, uh, Jackson Brown. 
a wonderful, wonderful gentleman, and we recorded it at Crystal Gale Studio in Nashville. Um, and the song is a co-write with Jim Peterick. Um, and uh, so that's on there. And uh, so the, the record is, is all different kinds of music. Um, I wrote I wrote uh, all of it with the exception of the co-write with Jim Peterick. And uh, I did all the vocals, all the lead guitar, and um, and the sundry keyboards, Mellotron and Hammond organ and stuff and such like that. Where, but, did, uh, where did you it, uh, produce it? In your own studio there? Or, yes. Yeah. Cool. I did most of it. Most of it my in my uh, in my uh, in my home studio. I call it Happy Pig Kitchens. So I also call it the Fat Cave. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's uh, yeah, it's my it's my little uh, it's my little sanctuary down here. Uh, you know, and then I then I I go and I do my vocals and everything else. I work with the um, with the inimitable Larry Millis uh, of the Ides. He's the rhythm guitarist for the Ides, but he's also one of the most incredible audio engineers um, at Jim Peterick Studio, and and so that's where we've mixed it and mastered. And uh, um, so it's a it's really a it's really a great. Uh, it's really a great place. You know, I'm looking at your, uh, I'm looking at the album that I won't let Dave touch, and I see the uh, <laughs> the tip of the fez. Uh, a lot of these people here that you mention in this uh, are people that I know. <laughs> You've well, for, you got Dennis DeYoung here. You've also got uh, Jeff Hoover, our yeah, old pal sure. at Channel WGN. Nine, and oh, yeah. Mike Toomey and Tim Cavanaugh, great comedian uh local chicago comedian scott mckay and daniel tofano who are uh over at the river um you've yep. got Mancow in here tracy butler so uh you you're a you're a chicago guy aren't you scott chicago yeah they've, you know all those people have done you know like Mancow. when i was back on the on the kev show we were if you remember at the loop you'd go down that hall and if you went to the left, that was that was the loop side, and, and that was Kevin's studio and Doll studio. And on the right was Madcow studio. Yeah. And there, oh, there was a that was oil and water. <laughs> there was a lot of tension two. in those days. I remember that. <laughs> and uh, and and through Kevin, I got. <laughs> now we're going to take another shoot in the right direction. Yeah. Um, I, I got hooked up with Morton Downey Jr. Remember Morton Downey Jr.? Yeah, the mouth, baby. <laughs> yeah, the mouth. And I I, I started, uh, I did music, and I was a sidekick for Morton Downey Jr. I played a character called the Angry Caucasian. <laughs> which which is a stretch. Yeah, which, yeah, which is when you look in the news now, they're all angry Caucasians now. Yeah, really. And, and, uh, and I, you know, I would go over. I would do the loop in the morning, and then I go to to major broadcasting, which was above, which was in the, uh, above uh, uh, where Maggiano's was uh, is downtown on the sixth floor. And then I do three hours of radio with with Mort nationwide. <laughs> we were on everywhere except in Chicago. Right. <laughs> Our show wasn't heard in Chicago, but we did stuff, and that's and, and Mancow did stuff with Mort. So I got to know Mancow, and it was like, 
I, I felt weird because of, because of the you know the, the, the radio rift, yeah. rival. Yeah, but I always thought Kyle was a great guy. You know, and and uh, you know he and Peter became really really good friends. So now over the past four or five years, uh, I've been to, to Mankow's house any number of times, and and he's really a good guy. You know, I mean he's he his character is abrasive and. Uh, you know he's 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 really super outrageous, but he's well, and, really and Man a Cow good and guy. Tav have made up too because uh, <laughs> I just uh, directed a movie about Kev's Kev's band at Zeppelin, which is coming out on October fifth, and Man Cow is coming to the premiere and will be on stage with Kevin as we premiere the uh, the film. So that that I, even though there was tension in those days, that tension appears to be gone. I was at a party with my wife, Chris, at, at Mankow's house. And we were sitting there having a cocktail. And, and somebody says, hey, did you say hi to Kevin? Oh, Kevin, Kevin Matthews. I say, He's here? <laughs> I'm like, huh? <laughs> and I got up and there he was. I hadn't seen Kevin in years. And, I'm, and, and you know, Mankow comes out. And I go, I go, uh... And he goes, no, no, we're friends now. Everything's fine. And, you know, and so it was very cool to be standing there with Man Cow and, and Kevin. Well, um, yeah, that's awesome. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm happy that uh, people have gotten uh, past some of the weirdness uh, from those days. Um, but yeah. so, so Scott, I don't want to keep you here forever. Um, I, I did want to talk to you. I'll stay here forever. I, <laughs> I won't shut up. Well, I wanted to talk to you about your organ. Um, if you will, uh, I, I know you Which are, <laughs> you are the, uh, senior product specialist and artist liaison for the Hammond organ company. Um, which is, uh, it's your day job basically, right? Well, it's not, it's not really a day job. You know, Hammond organ was invented in Chicago 80 plus years ago. And, uh, they've been based in Chicago and, um, i you know, I started, I learned how, I went. I started taking organ lessons in 1961 on a Hammond B3, and so I would go there and I'd hang around. I got, I knew everybody there, and and uh, I would go there and I'd hang around. I'd play the organ and hang around. And so one day they said, well, you know, you come, you're here all the time. Why don't you, uh, let's give you a desk and a, a small check, and the emphasis on the word small. <laughs> um, and uh, so I, I, got an official um, official title. position with them uh, the title and uh, so I've been with them now probably 14, 15 years plus and they they, uh, they entrusted me with their artist roster and uh, thanks to a fellow named Greg Granowski who uh, I went to high school with and uh, I got him I hired my boss uh, oh, okay. at, uh, at him <laughs> He passed away very tragically, but we built uh, an artist uh, base for the Hammond Organ Company of people who play Hammond Organ. Um, we're right now. I think we're at 456 artists, and anybody wow. who's anybody. Um, you well, know, you've Keith been very Emerson. helpful to us. You've, you know, a couple of the guests that we've had on on this show, Felix Cavalieri from the Rascals, uh, oh a couple God. other guys. Uh, we got to, through with your help, so um, you know, we want to thank you for that. Well, you're welcome. Yeah, the, I, and I got to meet and be friends with uh, 
with so many of my idols, you know, Keith Emerson, Rick Wakeman, Rod Argent from the Zombies, Felix Cavalieri, Greg Raleigh uh, from from Journey and Santana, uh, all these guys, Robbie Robinson, who's been the music director for uh, Felix, Ca- I mean for uh, Frankie Valley for forty some years, uh, blues guys, gospel guys, uh, jazz guys. Uh, it's incredible. Joey DeFrancesco was a dear friend of mine. Dr. Lonnie Smith was one of my closest friends. Um, so, I mean, I, this is what I do. I talk to, I talk to people all day when I, you know, people, they, they got, they know now that I don't, I talk to my friend about my friends and I'm not just dropping names. You know, these are people that I deal with all the time and it's, I've been very, very lucky. I don't make any money. But, uh, money, money. Yeah, easy come, easy go. Yeah, yeah. it's overrated. <laughs> yeah. Can't take it with you. <clears throat> well, Scott May. Well, thank speaking you. of money, yeah. where can people buy your album? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> ScottMayMusic.com. S C O T T M A Y M U S I C dot com. Uh, go there and, and uh, my my records are for sale there. They're also on Amazon. Um, uh, any Ides of March show, you can visit my wife at the uh, Chris at the merchandise table. Stuff is there, and uh, and on the Ides of March, fifty nine years and counting, uh, with all the original guys, the band is better than ever. They um, are. I just saw them a few weeks ago uh, at Hey Nineties, and that that was without the uh, the horns, but it was still amazing. Yes, thank you. That, that that's a Peter boy. With Kathy Richardson from, yep. uh, oh boy, was that was that great? You Kathy know, Richardson was, from well, Jefferson Starship. <laughs> yep. Yeah, some people said that uh, that that show in particular was was really really heavy. Um, you know, and uh, I do want to make a shout out, uh, talk about a, a friend of mine from Chicago music. A lot of people don't know who just passed on named Fred Glickstein from the flock. Mm. Um, uh, just a uh, shout out of respect to a guy who I always admired from Chicago music, Freddie Glickstein. Don't mean to close that on a, on a bummer. Let's say, let's talk about something crazy. <laughs> well, I will tell you the flock was a huge band here in Chicago in the sixties. Um, and, uh, you know, he will be missed. And Scott, thank you for yeah, all you've done. Um, thank you for the the uh, vision of Danny Bonaducci's swollen ass. I'll have that with me, for <laughs> which again may be the cover of Rich's new book. We're we're getting rights now, right now. <laughs> but most of all, Dave, yeah, go ahead. I said, Dave, send me your send me your address, and uh, I'll send you a uh, snail mail, and I'll send you a copy of my record. Sure. And everybody else, buy it. Yes, yes, spend money. It. I need it. Right. He does. Well, don't buy it up because I'm going to put this copy on eBay. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Well, yeah, Scott, thank you for being on the show. I didn't autograph it, so. Uh... Yeah, no, you didn't but autograph mine. Thank you for mine. having it's, me, guys. Yeah, it was still in the shrink wrap, so but so I knew it was brand new when I got it. But yeah, thanks for thanks for being on the show, and yeah, uh, thanks a lot, man. And for all you've done over the years, you're the best. Rock and roll, rock and roll, rock and roll, and. Uh, Chicago Rocks and Chicago Radio Rocks and uh, thank you guys and keep up the good work. All right, thanks, guys. And, uh, peace and love. Bye All now. Right. Have a good one. Bye bye. There he is. Nice guy. Isn't he great? Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, think he's 
the new guy at 33 <laughs> years for the he, eyes of Mars. He is one of these guys that you can put any, you know, put some uh, a keyboard in front of and him. And he just... And he can just, just do create, whatever. Right? Yeah. I mean, well, you know. He quite literally knows every great... Player <laughs> yes, that's, that's, that's true. Ever, you know, that's still alive or in the and last. He, in, in his own right, he's he's, he's quite great. talented. Uh, yeah. You should check it out. It's called Isle of View by Scott May. All right, we have people to thank. We need to thank uh, Tony Lasano from Opie Productions. Um, Opie is what, Dave? That would be hippo backwards. And how would you spell that? H i p p o. No, that no, would be hippo. <laughs> oh, do you want an opi? Yeah, yeah. Well, that uh, would just be the opposite okay, of hippo. Fine. O-P-P-I-H. You're gonna make people do that work. O-P-P-I-H. Come on, I, you know, today <laughs> I lost, I lost my Wordle streak today. Oh, really? Ninety nine. I didn't quite get a hundred. I lost. Did you do Wordle yet today? Yeah, that was an easy one. No, no, it wasn't. Oh my God, you're so wrong. Uh, anyway, um, brought to you by. Opie. Edzilla okay. also uh, yeah. distributed by Edzilla from the Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It's just moved to a better place. Yeah. And that is RadioMisfits.com. And we'll be back again soon with another episode of Venusia Men Celebrity Interview. The preceding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including OpieShows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up?